Are you looking for some healthy breakfast ideas? Maybe you know that starting the day off right is important. Maybe you're ready to stay committed to healthy eating and you know it starts with breakfast. Well, today I'm going to be giving some healthy breakfast ideas that I use and that I use for my clients. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four and military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So before we dive into the topic today, let's first look at what are some typical breakfast foods. Cereal, oatmeal, Pop-Tarts, bagels, donuts. So typical American breakfast is very heavy in carbs. And the problem with this is, is that when we eat a heavy carb breakfast and we don't have much protein or healthy fat with it, is we start the blood sugar roller coaster. So that means our blood sugar spikes in the day and when we have a spike, it's going to go back down. And what happens is when it goes back down, we are seeking more carbs, sugar, something to get in us quick because those type of foods are gonna bring our blood sugar back up. So we end up on this roller coaster throughout the day of high blood sugar, going to low blood sugar, and it leaves us not feeling great. It typically leaves people depleted of energy and just not feeling good. So this idea of regulating our blood sugar becomes especially important as we age. So things like insulin can really affect our ability to lose weight. It can affect if we're gaining weight around our stomach. So if you don't know what insulin is, let me tell you. So when you eat something that typically has carbs or sugar, our blood sugar is going to spike. And then when it spikes, our pancreas is going to release a hormone called insulin. And what this insulin does is it helps to get that glucose. So when we eat carbs or sugar, it turns into glucose in our bloodstream. And it helps to take that glucose and put it into our muscle cells and helps it to become used. Because again, food is energy. So when we're eating, it has a purpose. It's supposed to nourish and energize us. So this insulin helps to move that into the cells. But what happens if we keep having these high blood sugars is our pancreas keeps pushing out more and more insulin because our cells start to become resistant to it because we're used to these high blood sugars and we're used to having a lot of insulin. So then we need even more. So this is where we get that insulin resistance. And this can become especially important around menopause and right before menopause. So whether you're there or not, it's important that we try to eat in a way that really balances our blood sugar and promotes this system to work better. And it really takes a long time to get to this insulin resistant. So typically doctors are going to check your blood sugar. So they might check a fasting one. If you're having problems with that, they might do like a three hour test. They might check your A1C, which measures 
your blood sugar over the span of three months. But what happens before all of these numbers start to rise is that we're wearing out our pancreas and the hormone insulin. So this happens years, decades at a time before we really start to see it become a problem, which can eventually lead to things like diabetes. So what I encourage you is to really eat in a way that's going to promote blood sugar balance, whether you have problems currently with insulin or not. Because we are meant to eat in a way that does balance our blood sugar. So all this, what I'm trying to say is this typical American breakfast is not doing our blood sugar balance any good. So we need to make sure that when we're eating breakfast in the morning, we're eating it right. And we want to make sure that we're having protein and healthy fats in there. And we might be able to have carbs. It depends on the person. I'll talk a little bit more about that. But we really want to make sure that we're having this good breakfast with protein, with healthy fat, that we're not spiking our blood sugar first thing in the morning. So a lot of my clients like to get started with smoothies because it's a great way to get a bunch of nutrients in one. And you also can get your protein, your healthy fat. You can use the berries that are lower glycemic index and they start to feel better right away. So it's one simple thing that you can do to start your morning off right. If you guys want five of my smoothie recipes that I use and I share with my clients, there's going to be a link down below where you can sign up and get those smoothie recipes delivered right to your inbox. So some of the different factors that matter when it sort of comes to carb tolerance is your age, if you're still having your cycle or not. Also, if you want to lose weight or not, it depends how your other hormones are working and your genetics. So there's not one answer for everybody how much carbs they're going to tolerate at breakfast. And that's why it always goes back to this idea of how do you feel? So noticing when you're eating something and you're trying different breakfasts, how do I feel after that? And how does the rest of my day go? Am I able to have more balanced blood sugar and notice that I'm not grabbing for food and feeling famished? Am I able to go a few hours without eating something? So those are important things to start to notice. And just to clarify a little bit, so a woman who is still having her monthly cycle, she may need a little more carbs than someone who is in menopause. So that's where some of these differences come into what each person needs. Especially if you're still having your cycle, there might be different points during your cycle where you might notice you gravitate a little more towards carbs, sometimes around ovulation, and then sometimes during menstruation, you might notice that you want a little more carbs and that might be okay, but we just need to make sure that those are healthy carbs and they're not naked carbs. So we're eating those carbs with some fat and with some protein to help balance our blood sugar, which also helps to balance our hormones too. So next I'll tell you guys a little bit about some of the things I typically eat for breakfast. And again, as I was just talking about those differences, I still get my cycle and I am not in a weight loss phase. So sometimes I do eat a little more carbs for breakfast, but I still feel good and I feel good throughout the day. So a little variation here. Another thing I wanna mention is I typically try to fast for 12 hours. So, so for me, generally that's 8 p.m. at night to 8 a.m. in the morning. I am not eating. I'm letting my body rest and digest. But really, there's a window there for me. Sometimes it's 10 hours. Sometimes it's 14 hours. 
but I try to at least shoot for most days of getting that 12 hours. So making sure that I'm having a good enough dinner, depending what time we eat dinner. Sometimes we eat early, so I might have a snack later. Sometimes we eat later and I don't. So there's this variation there, but I try to make sure that I'm giving my body that rest and we're not constantly eating because our bodies are not meant to. So it's actually rejuvenating to our body when we give it time to rest and not to have to digest food all the time. So my day typically starts out with, we'll just say that 12 hour window of not eating, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. And then I start my morning doing my Bible, doing my prayer time. I typically move. So I'm either doing like Christian yoga outside or I might go for a quick walk. Then after that, I'm getting my kids ready for school and then I'll have breakfast. So typically I have breakfast about two hours after I get up. So some of the things that I like to eat for breakfast are the smoothie that we sort of talked about. So in my smoothie, I'm using berries, which are a lower glycemic fruit. So that means they're not going to spike your blood sugar as high. So things like bananas, mango, they can spike your blood sugar higher. So I typically like to have berries. Sometimes I do mango or a little pineapple, but I'm always putting protein in my smoothie. And I'm also putting a healthy fat because those two things are going to help you feel full and stay full longer. Also the fiber from the fruits and vegetables. I like to do spinach is going to help you to feel full. And the one caveat I like to say with smoothies is make sure that you're eating enough because if you're making your smoothie and you're really not putting enough things in there, enough calories, if you're not putting fat in there, you're going to be hungry after. So make sure you're making a smoothie that is filling enough. And sometimes I might also have just like a small handful of almonds along with my smoothie. So also if I'm just having a smoothie for breakfast, I typically, typically put my Organifi green juice in there too. So that's one breakfast I have. Another one I have is super simple, is just an apple with peanut butter. And then I have my Organifi green juice and I put um, collagen protein powder in that. So that's like a no prep, super easy breakfast. And again, it has my protein in there from the peanut butter, but also from the collagen protein powder. And then I'm getting my healthy fat with the peanut butter in there too. So those are things I like to think about. And I'm getting my fiber in there from the fruit and also from the peanut butter. Another breakfast that I have, and this one is going to be a little more carby, is buckwheat oats. So buckwheat is not wheat, um, but it is a grain. And the oat form is going to have a lower spike of your blood sugar. And this is the same thing with oatmeal versus steel cut oats. So if you've had steel cut oats before, they're like these little balls and they're actually going to spike your blood sugar less than old fashioned oatmeal and the quick oats. So quick oats are going to spike the fastest than old fashioned oats and then steel cut oats. So having the oat form is already going to reduce my blood sugar spike. So when I have the buckwheat oats, sometimes I actually put my collagen protein powder in the oats or I typically have green juice with it and I'll put it in there. So I pick one of those and I'm also going to have some berries with it. I will typically put um, some walnuts in it for a healthy fat. And sometimes I might also have breakfast sausage with it too. 
So that's another example. But when I'm making this buckwheat oats, I'm not having a huge bowl of the oats because I'm filling it with my nuts, I'm filling it with my fruit, and I'm eating these other things along with it too. Sometimes along that same case, I will make buckwheat pancakes. So I make them from scratch, so I'm not adding sugar to them. I'm adding healthy fats in them like walnuts, coconut milk. I'll also put uh, protein powder in the pancakes. I don't use collagen protein powder when I'm cooking. I have um, this Truvana protein powder. It's a pea-based one, so I will put that in with the pancakes to add some extra protein to those. And the same thing like with the oats. I'm not eating a ton of these pancakes. I'm having fruit with them. I'm having walnuts. I'm having my green juice with my protein powder. So those give you some different ideas of typical breakfasts for me. And also, if you guys want to check out Organifi's green juice, I have really enjoyed it. It has adaptogen herbs in it that help to boost my energy in a natural way. I personally can't tolerate caffeine, so this has been a great way to really support my system. And it also helps your cortisol levels, that stress hormone. So when I have it, if you guys get it, I typically will mix it in with water and I will squeeze lemon in it. I'll add my protein powder, shake it up and drink that, or I put it in my smoothie and then in the smoothie, you can't really taste it at all. So if you guys want to check that out, use the code HEALTHY20 to save 20% off your first order. There's gonna be a link in the description. One other breakfast that I sometimes have is leftovers, especially when we have soup. That can be a great breakfast because you're having your protein, you're having those vegetables, you're having your fiber in there. And sometimes a warm breakfast can feel more comforting. So that can be another great breakfast option. That is again, quick and easy. If you notice, most of these options for me are pretty quick. When I'm doing pancakes, I usually have bulk cook them and then I'll freeze them or keep some in the fridge so that they're super easy to have because I don't typically spend much time making breakfast in the morning. The other thing I do in my morning routine that just sorta is part of breakfast for me is to take a couple of supplements. So one supplement I take is vitamin D and that's because my vitamin D levels have sort of chronically been low. That is a great thing to get checked by your doctor to check out your levels. I've also used at-home testing by Everlywell that you can do yourself and get your own vitamin D levels checked without having to go to doctor. Another supplement I take every morning is fish oil. And I have like this one specific brand by Zinzino because it has added polyphenols, which help with the absorption. And there's no fishy taste. And I was also able to test my levels of my omega-3s in my blood and they were super, super low. They were not good. But that is because I typically don't eat much fish. I wasn't supplementing with fish oil. And the important thing about fish oil, it has omega-3s in it. And that helps with so many different systems in our body. It helps with our brain, our heart, our immune system. It can decrease inflammation. So this can be really important. So I'll have a link down below. If you guys want to test your level, you can test your level. And I like how this company sets it up. So you can test your initial level. And then you can supplement for four months and then they're going to send you another test so you can supplement so you can test again and see where your levels are if they have reached a point or if maybe you need to add a little bit more or tweak it in there. 
So if you guys want to check that out, use the link down below, get your levels checked. And if you guys have any questions, send me a message. So especially if you get this test done, set up a free health coaching call with me. I would love to go over it with you and make sure that you have a plan in place to improve your ratio and to really just feel better in your health overall. So occasionally for my supplements for the morning, I take a multivitamin. I don't do it every morning, but I do have that one sometimes. Another one I take sometimes is curcumin and ginger. So I might use this more around my menstrual cycle or if I'm having pain, it's just a good anti-inflammatory supplement. The other supplement I take most days, but sometimes not all the time is a probiotic because I tend to have gut issues. So taking a probiotic has definitely helped my gut. All right, so now I wanna give you guys some other breakfast ideas. So eggs are a really great breakfast food to have. So I've had some autoimmune issues and eggs were one of those that really bothered me and I could feel it in my body and it caused pain. It's something I do wanna reintroduce and see if it's better now, but I haven't yet. But eggs can be a great way to get protein and healthy fat in for breakfast and not have a ton of carbs. So some ways you can do this is have an omelet, dice up some vegetables in there, and maybe you're going to have those low glycemic berries along with this. Make sure that you are making it filling enough. And a great way I like to tell clients to make eggs easy and to go so you can grab them in the morning is to make egg muffins. And this doesn't have carbs. It's just basically making your scrambled eggs pouring it in a muffin tin, baking it. And then you guys can freeze those. You can keep them in your freezer or your fridge and they're just easy to eat in the morning. Another thing that you can do is plain yogurt. So this could be dairy or it could be dairy-free. I've also done where I add collagen protein into my yogurt to boost that protein content. And then having berries with that, you might add nuts and seeds because those will give you more healthy fats and also a little bit more protein. You can also do like a homemade granola here where you're just mixing nuts, seeds, berries, maybe coconut flakes together. And that way you're getting some of that protein in. And I would probably supplement this with a little more protein. Like if you're having that green juice with protein powder would be a good addition to that. So I hope that this was helpful to you guys. I hope you are first understanding why it is important to eat a healthy breakfast and why we should be focusing on balancing our blood sugar and that first meal of the day. And I hope this gave you some ideas of different things that you can try for breakfast, whether that is eggs, yogurt, putting nuts and seeds, using berries, having smoothies, having just two or three things that you can rotate to will probably be enough to give you some variety and variation and keep you eating a healthy breakfast each day. So if you guys need some more support and you have more questions, I encourage you to set a free health checkup call with me. There's going to be a link down below, and this isn't going to be a sales call. This is just where we get to talk through your goals, talk through your struggles, and really figure out what those next couple steps are, making sure that you're having a healthy breakfast, really figuring out what you need to work on so you can move forward in your health. All right, so that's all for today. Have a wonderful day, guys. Friends, I hope this episode inspired you to take one more step forward in your health. I would love it if you could share this podcast so we can have a bigger impact on even more lives. Just take a picture of this episode and share it on social media or with a friend and tag me. 
It's hard to be healthy in a culture that is surrounded by fast food and sugar. So be part of my free health community and join my private Facebook group. The link is down below. Being healthy can be hard, but with the right tools and support, you can do this.